Welcome back to Geek Show Arcade. Yeah, got it. Yep. I did the exact same time as you. I'm so impressed. It's like you knew what I was going to do before. Am I that predictable? Don't answer yeah. that. All right. This is Geek Show Arcade, where we talk about video games and video games related things. Because the video games, you know, fun best times. past time ever. It's great, in, in my opinion. All right. Uh, let's kick it off by introducing our panelists. We are two panelists short. Uh, well, we're, we're I would say we're one regular panelist short and... And one panelist that comes around once in a while, that would be James. He is out today. And then Lando, who is more consistent, is also out today. And, uh, you know, like I said in Help Desk, I can't be arsed to find a replacement when I'm too busy playing Starfield mm. and friggin' uh, Baldur's oh. Gate 3. That's, that's my life right now. I'm surprised you even do work. I am surprised I stopped to do this recording. <laughs> like I haven't showered in days. Shower? What's that? I barely eat. Bad, bad. No, they're still eating. Don't worry about (laughs) that. Unfortunately for my body. All right. uh, Let's kick it off by introducing the panelists that are here to buy to my podcast left, right. It's Jaron. Hey, this is Jaron. You can find me on Blue Sky at Jaronius or Twitter at Jaron. There we go. And underneath this time... Being powerful on the bottom, it's Owen. That's right. Find me, uh, find me on uh, Blue Sky at Technoan, and also on Twitter. Still at Technoan. Yeah, we have a host. His name's Tony. Hey, it's me up here. Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or on Blue Sky at Quad T, or on other Geek Show podcasts. All right, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about uh, today. From and some emails. Gaming too. perspective. I was going to get to that. Oh. But before we do that, we got some emails, Jaron. I didn't trust you. I know you Sorry. didn't. Sorry. That's okay. I've messed up before. I get it. Uh, all right. We got an email from Check. Adam Foote. Oh. Hey, Adam. <laughs> um, after listening to the Baldur's Gate 3 review, I had something I wanted to add that should bring it up to a 10. Oh, baby. It works great on my ally. Granted, I can't play on anything higher than low graphics, and it drains battery like a mage drains from enchanted <laughs> items. Yep. But he's I talking, played it. He's talking about Gale. That's what Gale does in Baldur's Gate 3. I don't know what that means. But I played it while on the road for two weeks, while on the road with it plugged in, either in the hotel or on an airplane, and the cloud system allowed me to pick up right up where I left off when I got back home to my PC. Wow. Mm-hmm. Love it the is. show and the new format. I love PC handhelds. It's oh, yeah. my favorite new category of Same. Tech. I am loving what they're putting out now. Thanks for writing in, Adam. Um, and yes, I agree. Those are fantastic things, but I can't give it a 10 because I got to be consistent. I but still they fixed give, it. They, they fixed it. They fixed one of the problems. They did patch out the the bad frame rate on the minimap. So now that's nice nine, and smooth. 9.9, right? Now it's a 9.9. Yep. So okay. um, the only way it could score a perfect 10 is is uh, if they fixed every single bug. Um, actually, oh, dude, that's, that's impossible. Actually, Come that's on. a lie. Uh, yeah, but that's the, it gave you story, a signed, like a signed autograph. You'd be like, okay, 10. Yeah, if the... <laughs> well, yeah, naturally, <laughs> duh. Dude, with so but, many things in that game, there's no way they could patch every single no. bug. No. Be realistic. Uh, honestly, by the time I finish it, if the story is as good as I feel like it's becoming, I'll probably change my 
my uh, radio. I barely. To a 10. I feel like I'm barely into it, and it's a great story so far. Like it's, I'm like four hours and awesome. three and a half hours in, and yeah. I am already just loving it. Oh, I, I need to get it. Oh. I'm twenty ish, twenty five hours in now, and or maybe maybe more. I didn't get to play very much this this last week because I've been playing Starfield. Uh, I got I I scored the premium edition from my buddy Randall. Shout out to Randall. He uh, built a new gaming PC and ended up with two codes because he went full AMD and uh, hooked me up with one. So I, I've been playing the early release of it for the last week, and uh, I'm going to get around to that in a little bit. A uh, review in progress, but that's take that's eaten into my Baldur's Gate 3 time. Which... So I take it um, Randall doesn't care about the future of graphics? Oh, man. Mm. Don't be like that. Don't we, don't we fighting? Don't don't be like that. He wanted he wanted he to want, support he, AMD. Nothing he, wrong with that. If you're a fan, there, of, there if isn't. You're, there isn't. If you're a fan of Starfield, though, like you know, AMD's they, well, he actually optimized, decided, optimized, right? He decided if you if you follow Randall on Twitter, he decided he's not playing Starfield because they have a uh, Imagine Dragons tie-in song, and he hates them so much. <laughs> what are you? Is this serious? So <laughs> hold on. So is this is this too hot to Randall? Is it? Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Too hot okay. To Randall. Uh, go go follow this guy's page. By the way, I find I find so much humor and joy following at too hot to Randall. Yep, too hot to Randall. So yeah, I saw that tweet, and I and I messaged him. I messaged. I just messaged him on a text. I said, "I, I can't wait for Starfield Three. I'm going to play it regardless of the <laughs> Imagine Dragons." And his reply was, "Boo." <laughs> I mean, I, I'm no fan of them either. But a whole come game, on. a whole it's game. Like, it, does yeah, does the game even play the song? I have not heard it, and I'm probably 15 hours end, in. Probably the end credits. So, yeah, probably. Or on a radio in some sub space station on a radio as you pass uh, by for, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'll talk about that more when I give my review in progress uh, later in the episode. But anyway, yeah, Baldur's Gate three. Just, is that it? Mm. Is that it for emails? No, we got a, we got another one from oh, Ling. Okay. Sweet, uh, dear arcadesters of the show. First off, I wanted to thank you all again on the Steam Deck. Recommend. I have now been judged while on public transit, grumbling expletives at the stupid pigeons and drones I need to catch on Spider-Man Remastered. There you go. I hate those missions in Spider-Man Remastered. I didn't mind them. I just I loved the web swinging uh, mechanic enough that it didn't bother me. Just filler, filler. Um, now I wanted your hardware stats. I thought it could be helpful for listeners as well as a flex on your ends to tell us your console count as of today. How many PCs, consoles, which ones, and other hardware items do you have and use currently? Oh, no. For example, yes, yeah, this, this is dangerous. In our house, we have three laptops, two of which are for gaming, two Nintendo Switches, a Steam Deck, and Airbrush Station. What's that? Uh, one last thing to promote that Cerulean project I'm still working on. If any listeners would like some free decals slash stickers for my Instagram, just have them DM my Instagram at gunplay, G-U-N-P-L-A, underscore skyfire gunpla gunpla Gun, gunpla I, I, I don't know uh, the cerulean project youtube just updated with great interviews dealing with photography i found a creeper mini fridge for you owen and he sent out a link to a creeper, creeper mini fridge hmm. nice thanks for writing in lang uh let's see I, okay. I think tony should go last because he's going to be the most long-winded all right yeah i'll before. go first then i have the we i have the least i've got a we i got a but ton of laptops because I work in IT and my well, gaming PC. 
gaming stuff. Yeah, gaming. So those laptops they can be, count. They can be gamed on. I thought I you guess. had an Xbox. Oh, I do have an Xbox Series X. Xbox One X. I don't have the Series X. I'm on, still on the Xbox One X. Well, you got a gaming PC, and that's... I gave up on the consoles after yeah. that. I, can, well, like, I used to only buy the consoles for Halo, and now I can play Halo on my gaming PC. That's the thing. And it's ruined the, me, but I also don't accept the community yet because you're a bunch of weird PC masteries people. What us? I don't. Nah, I don't we're prescribe. So welcoming and exclusionary uh, at the same time. I, yeah. That's what I feel. As long as I somehow. don't send, as long as I don't say the wrong words, like I almost did a minute ago, talking about AMD. You know, you guys are all good, but you get you step on the lines, and they just tear you apart, leave you behind. So, I have a coworker who was getting a gaming laptop. He asked for my advice. I gave him my advice, get a VRR screen. And he rejected, he rejected it soundly. It oh, no. And got an MSI laptop without VRR. Mm -mm. Oh, did I turn on him so fast? See? It's <laughs> fickle. Oh, man. It's That's fickle. It. You guys, are, the, you? Whole, the whole community <laughs> is fickle. I am not cool enough to know all of the ins and outs of all of my voltages and everything. I'm not that far into the community, but... I'll tell you, you don't what. need to worry about voltages. No, you do, Tony. Look at you running maths in your head right now about voltages. I can see it. Well, just because I do doesn't mean you have to. The whole community does, Tony. They all do. I know they're all. <laughs> I know they all do. But I just, I don't know. I play Halo on it, and it's better than Plus the console. The with the Xbox now, everything they do is released usually same day on PC. So mm -hmm. if you I, have a gaming I, PC, and I've there's got really Pass. no. Unless Game Pass you, Ultimate, I'm good. Yeah, Game Pass Ultimate, or even just Game Pass PC for ten yeah. bucks a month. Well, I the use only, my my the, console got got bequeathed to my children. That's what I was going to say. The, they take the it. only thing that the console is good for now, in my opinion, that you can't do on PC would be couch co op stuff. Yeah, you know, if you want to mm -hmm. do couch co op stuff, yeah, yep. you still there's still a place. Yeah, well, there's, there's for, some games. for me, um, Game Pass mixed with an Xbox is perfect for gaming with friends. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if, because if, if, if all your cross friends play are on, isn't. Crossplay isn't there for many right. games. Yeah. And if you have Game Pass, you could just experiment. Hey, let's try this game tonight. Okay. And everyone already has it. You don't have to buy a game. It's a great mm -hmm. use case. Yep. Yeah. All right. My turn. I have, let's see here, Nintendo Switch, um, which I hardly ever play. Uh, basically, just do like kid stuff, Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart, and that's it. Uh, and I keep buying games for it, but uh, it's just. Welcome a, to my world. Just a trend. Me keep buying games on stuff I won't play. Uh, Xbox Series X. Um, mentioned this already. Mainly to play with my group of friends. PS5, which I never touch anymore. Um, I think I'm going to sell it. Oh, I, no. Yes. Uh, I used to have a gaming too. laptop recently, but I recently sold that. I have my desktop, which has a 5900X AMD processor, 4090. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Steam Deck, which I need to sell, and an ROG Ally, which I love so much. I, I also love my Steam Deck, but I think I've decided I am a Windows handheld guy. It's just has uh, it been everything you imagined? You got you got all your the, faves working, and the pros just outweigh the cons. Yeah, yeah, with, I agree. With the hardware available now, it makes Windows pros outweigh the Windows cons on yeah. handheld. And for me, I'm extremely fluent in Windows, so I don't have any problems dealing yeah. with it. Yep, um, same. Also have a PS Vita, which I haven't touched in years. Also have a Nintendo 3DS, which I haven't touched in years. And my 
uh, dad, he still ha- he has a master system. He actually modded it to display to a modern TV, which is kind of cool. Um, he still has our old Genesis as well. My brother has our old GameCube, Dreamcast. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. He does not have your old GameCube. You sold it to me. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. So so systems I use regularly, or at least semi-regularly, um, I've got the ROG Ally, my gaming PC with the same specs Jaren uh, mentioned for his, uh, Xbox Series X, PS5, and uh, those are all the ones. Oh, and the Switch I occasionally pull How many out. Switches do you have? Well, in the house, we have two because I have one and my wife has one. She has a light and I have an OLED. Um, and then of consoles that don't get played, I've got a gaming laptop that's sitting there doing nothing it's uh got a 2070 and an i7 with uh, 16 gigs of ram you know it's a it's kind of a mid-range mid mid range uh, gaming laptop when it came out mid to upper range um and then uh i have my collection of and it's a small collection of uh retro consoles i've got a, an n64 an nes a um Wii, a Wii U, a GameCube, an OG Xbox, a PS3. Did you say a small collection? Yeah. I see did seven you, fingers so far. Did you ever do the minis? Did you ever do those, uh, the actual retro gaming they put yep. out like oh, the yeah, SNES I got, mini? I have, Sega I have mini? two, I have two Sega, oh. Genesis, Sega Genesis minis because I got the first one and the second one. I've got the SNES mini. I've got the NES mini. I have um, the SNES Mini too. I forgot about that. I do have the SNES Mini too, uh, or Classic, I guess they classic, call it. Classic, yeah. And I think that's it. Uh, no Ataris me, in the mix. No, no Ataris, no Segas. I would just for nostalgia's sake, one of these days, maybe like to pick up a Dreamcast because I had a lot of fun with my Dreamcast back in the day. Yeah, I know someone who has one. Is it you? My brother. Hmm, maybe we'll talk. I think I after. have a stake in it though. I don't know. I don't remember. It would be nice to get one that I know has been taken care of. So, all right. Uh, there you go. Thanks for writing in, Lang. Good question. I, I've, I Except for uh, now I feel like I have too many game systems. That uh, It's more like a museum. Yeah, than a it's a collection. Parlor. It's a collection. Oh, I've got another gaming PC right there I forgot about. <laughs> it's got an i7, a 3070 and uh 32 gigs around does my mining does my mining rig that i don't have turned on count as a gaming pc now since it has five gpus no Mm -hmm. come on those gpus are now old men that's right barely walk they (laughs) they're blind games they're blind old they've been in the mines yes they they wouldn't know what to do in the light one of them has to scare them one of them has two noctuas one of them has two noctuas zip tied onto it because it melted the fans (laughs) Get back in the mines. Get back in there. Here's your bandages. Yeah. Get back in the mines. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. Well, you know what? Let's let's talk real quick about uh, some retro gaming awesomeness that I found uh, an article on this week. So we, I think we talked about this a year or two ago. There's a guy that is, or maybe, maybe a digital foundry talked about it, and I just wish we would have. There is a guy that is demaking Portal for the N64. He is going through and basically porting it to 
an N64. Backwards? Whoa. Backwards. That is cool. And he's actually got it to the point where it's almost fully playable. There's still things that he wants to do to, uh, you know, fix, uh, shine it up a little bit, but there's a video of him playing it on this article from PC Gamer. What's the, what would be the benefit of going backwards? This is the only, the only thing I could think of is just the guy is a super fan and he likes to challenge himself with hard projects. Yeah. This kind of in the same vein as will it doom, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Same, same kind of idea. And uh, the the craziness of it though is like this will be something that you'll be able to play on an emulator or whatever if he's if he if slash when he finishes it, but uh, he is actually going through the process of doing all of this and there's devices you can get out there to flash cartridges, and I believe that is one of his end goals is to be able to flash a cartridge with this game so you can play it on OG hardware. Wow, which would be just wild. Who owns, it does it who has owns all Portal? The, it has all the physics and stuff you'd expect in a Portal game, you know, with the portals and the and the gravities and all the jumpings and whatnot. Hmm. I wonder and, what the frame rate would be on actual hardware. Well, if it's gonna stay close to you know N sixty four classic, it can't be higher than twenty yeah. because huh? games huh? just hardly ever did that. So it's got to be fifteen to twenty frames per second. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but no, it's. I just saw this and I was like, "This is this is wild." And no, no, and the the owners of Portal haven't hopped up and put a kibosh on this. What are they well, going to do? I mean, Valve isn't like that. Yeah, they let Valve, people like mod their games. And, Valve is hmm. the same. Are the same guys that gave the Black Mesa people the go ahead to yeah. uh, basically completely remake, reskin it, remake Half Life, oh, and the new right. Half Life Two remaster. It's not being done by Valve. Yeah, <laughs> so they're they're really cool about that kind of stuff. And besides, he's he's not going to be able to actually make any money off yeah. this. I it's mean, more of a Nintendo. That's more of a Nintendo shtick. Is exactly to, is to come at you if you even say their name. Yep. So, anyway, yeah, this is uh, pretty crazy stuff. Check it out. Pretty wild. All right. Um, let's see. Speaking of frame rates in games, uh, Jedi Survivor just got a stealth drop of a great big patch. Finally, about, I don't know, five or six months after it came out, it's mm-hmm. finally playable. Hooray! Uh, the the performance, well, to be clear, the quality mode has always been decent on PS5 and Series X. Um, but now they have a performance mode with an actual solid 60 frames per second. Nice. They basically turn off ray tracing, which they should have just included this originally. Yep. Um so big news there for console owners, even bigger news for PC. It now supports DLSS 2 and frame generation and 3. Um, oh glorious. Yeah. Unfortunately, Praise Chrome that it has <laughs> yeah, DLSS 2 and 3 now. Um they included a later DLSS 3 DLL unfortunately which causes ghosting, so you have to download an older DLSS version DLL and drop it into the game folder that's easy though it's easy unfortunate but easy not not a huge deal yeah shouldn't have to be done but it's not a big deal yeah but once you do that it it works great dlss looks so much better than fsr Mm -hmm. and frame gen fixes a lot of cpu problems which it kind of still has unfortunately on pc Um, but for the majority of people without the uh, ability to use that feature um it is still quite cpu bound 
mainly on Kobo. Um, it's one of the more heavy planets that you're on. High gravity. Um, good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, my brain's like, what? Uh, yeah, my brain did the same it. thing. I it totally it. derailed. I thought there was going to be another word. That's a one word. It's a one word joke right there. <laughs> Felt like Doc Brown and uh, nailed it. Back to the Future. Man, this is anyway, heavy. You keep saying um, that word. Is there something wrong with the gravitational field on the Earth in the future? <laughs> on my 5900X CPU, um, it was struggling to keep up on Kobo around 45 to 60 FPS without frame gen on. Uh, turning on frame gen, though, I was in like the 90s to 100s. There's nice. still some traversal stutter, but the majority of stutters from my short time with it, because it just came out today... Mm-hmm. Um, seems to have gone away for the most part. A lot smoother now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an acceptable state now. Whereas mm-hmm. before, I just stopped playing because it wasn't great. I had to rely on Pure Dark, who is making Starfield and Elden Ring mods, um, and I had yeah. to pay for it to get DLSS two and three injected into it. And even then, it wasn't a perfect implementation because there were some bugs with that. So great news on Jedi Survivor for. All platforms. Go play well, it. It's, it's, it's a good game. Let's talk about that DLSS injection for a minute here now um, for Starfield. Right, Maybe, Owen? Yeah, so they that guy, uh, it's the same guy, Pure Dark, right? Pure Dark, yeah. Uh, he has, so there's already a free one out there, Tony. You're using that one. I'm currently for, using it on Starfield. How yeah. does, and it, you did that improve it for you? Oh, man. It's uh, just like Jaren said, DLSS to... Uh, Compared to FSR two is just it's just a clear step up in visual quality. As far as the performance bump, it, it's the same. You get the same performance by enabling FSR two versus DLSS two. Yeah, but well, uh, the quality of the picture is better. So Pure Dark also has a what he's calling a beta version. That's behind a paywall. You got to go subscribe to his Patreon channel, uh, and uh, you can get the DLSS three. And uh, mm, the good and stuff, the good, good stuff. So, so, uh, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see the, to see the community being like, FSR is good, but I am um, like extremely glad FSR exists because it's great on consoles, yeah, which doesn't it's, support DLSS. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. great on handhelds, like the ROG the Ally. Small. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so got I, its I, place for sure. I'm, I'm glad it's there, but if any other alternative is better. XESS from Intel, which is multi-platform, mm-hmm. that is so much better than FSR and DLSS. Is that in their is that in their um, third-party GPU or their their GPU that they did Intel's? So that, Intel, they have their they have, they have two versions of XESS. Actually, they have the version that works on anything, and it's slightly better than FSR two, not that much, but it also I found it to be pretty good. It requires more. Uh, it takes. It doesn't give as much of a performance enhancement as FSR two does. It's a little heavier. Uh, but then they have their version that they use with their cards that uses their machine learning yeah. uh, cores on there, and that is, you know, as almost as good or as good as DLSS two in most cases, hmm. because it has the hardware acceleration that right. that is specific to the Arc cards. Hmm. Well, so, there you go. The uh, yeah the. The uh, community is kind of stepping up there. You can get the 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 free one DLSS two from a GitHub repository. Throw that in, um, and then go 
uh, subscribe to Perfect Pure Perfect Dark Pure Dark Pure Dark. Pure yeah, Dark, so the beta. I'm pro when when it's out of beta. When he decides that DLSS three is out of beta, I'm probably going to subscribe to his Patreon and and uh, grab that. I don't think it'll ever come out of beta. And the problem is, at least because I I did this for Jedi Survivor, he had to put out a new update whenever the game updated. And so I think oh. you're going to have to be paying for that I constant see. Mod. Month, over, month over month. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. A lot, lot of people hate that mods are So that's that's the are other part being of charged and people are know, making money from mods. So I, that's the other that's the other part of this story. There's been a strong backlash when Valve tried doing that paid mod support. I um, mean on the on Steam in 2015, but there's already some um free mod loving gamers have released a crack for the DRM embedded in the mod um, so that you can use the DLSS three. I don't know. I, I, I think I kind of support the, uh, the community for mods like this uh, getting paid. It was one thing to see valve try to do it because valve, right. Valve would have taken 30% of -hmm. the mods money. But when, when it's something like Patreon or whatever, and they're getting most of the money back in their pocket for the work they're doing, I, I couldn't don't do have that. a problem. I couldn't yeah, do that, right? Exactly. So. I don't have a problem paying for a mod that I really want. Yeah. I think it's the open source fanboys, maybe, who yeah. are really against Probably. this. Uh, the never-ending um, battle between pirates and developers. You know, that's what they talk about here in this article. So I, I, I think I'm with Tony on this, though. Like, if someone wants to make money for work they're doing, yeah. I don't see a problem with even, charging people. Even if it's based on open source code, if they compile it and present it in a way that makes it better than it being just the open source version uh or makes it easier for me to use that has has value that has has value exactly so So. yeah i'm gonna keep an eye on the on the 3.0 version and i might you know i might still end up freaking just doing it anyway but um that leads me into my uh, review in progress of starfield and a dlss3 frame generation would be great in this game because it is there's a lot of gravity in starfield it's heavy yeah um the uh average frame rate i get with fsr2 or dlss2 i use because like i said your your frame rate's going to be about the same across either one of those you do get a much nicer picture with the dlss2 reconstruction though on the nvidia cards versus fsr2 on amd or nvidia cards it doesn't matter um but the average frame rate i get is between 55 and 65 in new atlantis which is the heaviest area the most resource intensive area and that's the first big city you go to but yeah 55 to 65 isn't too bad so that's what i mean i'm not like drooling at the mouth for a dlss3 injector on this because i'm still getting around 60 with variable rate refresh you know uh, g-sync or whatever it feels perfectly good um at 50 55 frames per second um now uh out on the rest of the game i i get above 70 where it's not in heavy npc areas and how's stuff the like addiction that. level on this game are you feeling okay. sucked in yet come let's, on let's talk about that Whoa. now that we got the technical aspect of it out of the way also digital foundry did a really good 30 minute video on the technical aspect of the game uh on what parts of the graphics look really good what are kind of weak we wouldn't want to bore Owen yeah. or Lando when he's listening to this episode, right? Oh, uh, too much GPU talk. <laughs> yeah. I spaced that um, out because you were mean, but um, 
I'm back yeah, now. It's perfect. He's back. So uh, graphically, it is it is good though. It's quite it's quite good. If you got the rig to push it, or you're on a Xbox Series X or whatever, um, very high fidelity textures in most places. A lot of high polygon models. Um, good particle effects. You and know, I, like, I think the point here is it's good graphics for how big of a game it is. That's the thing, yeah. If it were if it were a much smaller scale game, the graphics would you uh, being a graphics whore, I would look at that and be like, it looks all right. But when you consider the massive scale of this game and it still has as high frequency textures and and uh, high polygon count, you know, like doodads really in all the rooms and stuff. It's it looks really good for the scale. Is this how it was at as, and you're it's not out is it out now is it uh as of, it's it out is, on game pass today is out oh, on game yeah. pass today as yep. of, right. so, but you've had it for a little bit right i it, it unlocked for premium edition owners on friday last week so okay. i've had it for like four or five days i've put almost 15 hours into it and it's very much like Baldur's gate 3 in that the first like three or four hours it's a lot of Okay, let's mechanics and understand the mechanics of this game, the mechanics of the uh, role playing, uh, you know, upgrade system and things like that. Um, let's introduce you to the story arc, to the world that we've created here, and then uh, it opens up after that, and um, it's awesome. It is just really, really cool. The gameplay is by far the smoothest of any Bethesda game I've ever played. And I've been playing Bethesda games since Elder Scrolls Oblivion. So 20, 20 years, 20 plus years. So how, how would you rate the gunplay compared to like Halo or Call of Duty or uh, It is Doom. definitely not as twitchy as Halo or Call of Duty or Doom. So those, they're still kind of different categories there. So kind of um, Mass Effect-y? Yeah, I would say it's it's like first person Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect two or three, not one. It's much better right. than one. Uh, so yeah, it, the 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 gunplay in it is it feels great. I mean, it feels like there's no aspect of it that where I'm just like, ah, this is clunky. You know, all of that's gone because there was a lot of that in Fallout three, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout four. This game's been in development clunky. for a long time, right? Yeah, about seven or eight years. Yeah. So I mean. It's the first new IP that Bethesda has had in in over twenty five years. Right, everything that they've been doing for the last twenty five years has been on existing um, stuff like Elder Scrolls or Fallout. It's interesting. Or and would you say that? So you would say that the launch went pretty good then compared best to like, launch, like best launch of like a Bethesda game I've ever seen. Right. It is. It's not perfect by you know by any stretch, but it is. It is polished enough that I don't feel like I need to wait to keep playing at all. Right. I'm, There's nothing I'm you're just like, I guess I'll just wait for the in. patch to come out or yeah. they've promised this patch will come out nope. soon or don't need to worry That's about it. That's impressive because yeah. like all the games New games I've played this year. Yeah. I always think, oh, mm -hmm. I wish. I, I could think that's been our review through all of them. The through line through yeah. all of them have been, it's good, um, but we're just waiting for them to patch this, or they exactly. said this patch will be released in this three months, or like all of them have had a caveat. So that's interesting that it's launched so so smoothly. Yep. So um, after about f after the first three or four hours, once you really you know start to dig into the game, it just it the sheer craziness of it just 
grabs you and, and runs, especially if you are into science fiction and space stuff, um, which I love. That's like my favorite genre of yep. stories. And like, for instance, th this is how the how wide open the game is. And for people who play Star Citizen and stuff like that, you're you're probably listening to me describe this. Be like, yeah, that's that's table stakes. That's baby making games. Your, making your faces you know? with your face scanner. Yeah, exactly. But uh, for instance, I had an experience playing yesterday where I ran in on a world. I ran into a uh, an autonomous farm, and that autonomous farm had been taken over by pirates. And so first I just ran in guns blazing and killed a, killed a bunch of pirates. And then I saw a ship blast off from the other side of the farm and run away. And then I think I forgot a guy and he killed me. Anyway, um, I thought, where's that ship going? I, I want that ship. And so I reloaded my save. And instead of going in guns blazing this time, I went around the back and snuck onto the ship. And as soon as I got onto the ship, they realized I was there and blasted off with me in the ship <laughs> and left their guys there. And so I just like, I was just standing there, just like mouth what agape, now? just like, what is going on? <laughs> my ship's I, still down there. <laughs> yeah, my ship is still on the planet. I have a companion that was with me still on the planet, and I'm headed off into space on this random pirate ship. And I'm sitting there, and then once we get into into orbit, uh, it does the the loading screens and gets you into orbit. I'm on this ship, and I just think, all right, well, I'm taking over the ship. So I walk over to the door, the cockpit. I find that, open it up, cap the guys in there in the head because I had a I had a pretty nice pistol, and uh, took over the ship. I took control of the ship. I flew it to another planet and touched down and re-registered the ship under my character added it to my inventory your, your fleet oh that's so cool and renamed the ship and so now it's my ship i just wow, took it. space piracy <laughs> it's so cool uh, i read so there was a big um they did a big article or a, a news interview on npr with the creators of this and like they their whole mission with this was to be to be science fiction and he's like when you don't have boundaries he's like so yeah. you have to have boundaries because otherwise it leads into start into 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 space fantasy right which is star wars start you know that, that there's a little bit of it in that you have a grav drive in this mm -hmm, where yeah. you can do faster than light travel but, but other still than they that, had to have something for that right so yeah exactly otherwise the game slowed when you travel between planets but they talked so. about they talked about there's a portion in this game religion is a part of society right so yep. they have religion in there real religions that you can follow that whole story as far as you want to go yeah and the guy that was responsible for that piece of the game went on to become a monk um <laughs> i can't after remember it was done after developing? he was done and he's <laughs> like guys this is great but i'm gonna go be a monk now and he's like i think this is really speaking to me and there off he went so like the the level of detail besides that like and that kind of shows with the launch how polished the launch has been they put a lot of thought into the entire thing and they kept at it when i first heard that this was like a six to eight year game that was has been in development for that long i was like oh it's being built on old architecture and old engine like it's going to be like meant it's for gonna old. look dated it's gonna, yeah it's going to look dated it's going to have dated dialogue you yep. know like not relevant and it's really not like they 
they changed stuff as things as things changed. They re-recorded dialogue and changed it to to keep it up to date, which was really cool. I thought. Yeah, it's uh, it, so far. I'm blown away at how much I am enjoying this game, and it's a real problem for me because <laughs> I also want to play Baldur's Gate three at the same they're time. Both, and they're both they're super both addicting. Just absolutely fantastic yeah. so far, and. Um, it's got all your RPG mechanics and stuff like that that you're used to from Fallout and Skyrim. You know, the way it works is you gain levels, and in this one, each so you have your your tiers of like your science tier, and you can there's like four different tiers and different things across each tier, and each one of those can be up, upgraded four times. So there's like five in the top so like tier. This is the classes, like yeah, and okay. you can have a upgrade the class of that perk. Um, as you go and to, to upgrade a class first, you have to complete, uh, whatever the goal is, it says on this class. So like for unlocking, uh, you know, uh, to, to make it so you can pick expert locks first, you can upgrade it and, and pick advanced locks. And then it says you have to pick five advanced locks successfully. Then you can purchase the perk that lets you do expert locks, etc. So, uh, they, I feel like they've got a good, good way of doing that. Um, like I said, gameplay was super fun. Graphics are are more than acceptable and and relatively bug free. So uh, overall, my review and progress on, on this one so far is it's also like a high nine in my book. Um, I'm just super enjoying it. Man, what a great year for gaming! Seriously, aside from the ones that that launched in poor states and then got patched later, they're they're great now, but. Uh, We've got two games that have come out in the last month that have been great from the start, Baldur's Gate 3 and Starfield, and just lots of great games this year. I'll, I'll uh, adjust my review as I as I keep going on it because I can tell this is going to be one that it's going to suck me in for sure, too. Sure, so. all the games you choose are the good ones. What can <laughs> I say? All the games I choose. Actually, Immortals has been pretty solid. <laughs> So there you go. Just super fun so far with uh, it's on Game Starfield. Pass, right? So it's on Game Pass. Yep. So if you subscribe to Game Game Pass PC or Game Pass Ultimate, uh, which I still think for this level of a game go... that is awesome. You would pay. Oh yeah. You would pay six. You're gonna pay what's the sixty? This is, is this, this a is a six. This is a sixty dollar buy instantly. Yeah. yeah. So far, and I, and I can say that after only playing fifteen hours or so. Yeah. This is a sixty dollar purchase worth sixty dollars. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, I don't. There's a couple of outlets out there that have given it kind of mid, mid to upper mid reviews. Like IGN gave it a seven, and I just don't. I just don't understand that. This mm. game is definitely. There's people that are complaining. Oh, you can't just. You can't fly your ship from the surface up into the atmosphere and over to the next planet. You have to use their jump system to do that, and it's like. Right. Okay, well, I mean, if you want to do that, there's Elite Dangerous, there's Star Citizen. Those are games where you can no do Man's that. Sky. No, no Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is totally the, in for that, yeah. The thing about it is that's cool the first 10 times you do it, but I guarantee after 10, 15 times, you're just going to do exactly what I do. Open up the map. I want to go to this planet right here. Hit the fast travel button, and there'll be a little animation of your ship taking off, and then you're on the new planet. Like, and they have yeah, like a thousand different right. worlds, right? Is that the is that what they? Yeah, said? over There's, a thousand, over, over a, thousand a thousand different worlds. Obviously, the majority of them are, you know, gas lifeless, giants yeah. and lifeless rocks that you can collect minerals and stuff on to for your crafting system. But there's still plenty of other oh, like there's random something in it for stuff. everybody. Yeah, 
Hmm. So super great. I'm I'm loving it so far. You guys All right, like Microsoft Shields. <laughs> uh, yeah, <Sorry>. for real. <laughs> but it's that good. This is this is the first. This is the this is the first super great uh, Xbox exclusive that Microsoft has had for this gen so far. Mm-hmm. That's not good. I know because <laughs> Halo. Well, okay, that's not true. Um, well, no, I guess it is because Forza Horizon Five came out on the previous gen consoles too. So, because that's a great game, but Halo fell on its face. It's it's in a good spot now. I I can easily recommend Halo. It's infinite it's a lot of fun now yep. and it's been patched up and, and working good but uh i mean what else have they had right o- ori and the will of the wisps that game is amazing that came out on the previous gen it's not yeah you're right you also know what I mean? halo oh you're right that's true so there you go disqualified anyway so uh let's see let's move along i've been gushing over starfield too much now and i just want to go play um let's talk about uh okay well speaking of consoles and the console wars sony made a decision that got me to not renew my playstation plus they are increasing their prices not uh, a PlayStation, small increase yeah <laughs> quite a quite a bit actually playstation plus essential 12 month subscription went went wow. from 60 to 80. that wow. is the, a 30 percent increase no the, that's not even a 30 percent. what is it is that 33%? Oh, is it 33? Okay. I believe. PlayStation Plus Extra from 100 to 135. Eek. And uh, PlayStation Plus Premium, uh, 120 to 160. 160 a year. Wow. Yeah. I, I canceled mine like a week ago. But I mean, I don't touch my PlayStation, so that's why I canceled mine. But this. Kind of changes all the, the games you did. You lose all the games you bought if you cancel. You do not, not yeah. that you've bought, but you lose the ones that you got for the subscription, like for right. free each month. Yeah, yeah you lose yeah. access to those. Yeah, for, for more casual play, players like me, I would get more money of out of my eighty of buying games I actually want after mm-hmm. they've been on sale for a while. Mm-hmm. Then, because like all the games that come out on uh, the PlayStation Plus Essential, they're always older games that you can get yeah. for quite cheap on sale i mean how much do you pay in comparison how much do you pay for x uh game pass ultimate for an entire year well depends if you did the trick or not and yeah. uh <laughs> is it i think the trick is done now right like they've the, closed that loophole yeah, um so it. so now your pc game pass is 10 bucks a month so 120 a year but ultimates and ultimate 15? is uh 15 or 16 a month yeah so 16. so you're looking at roughly the same price like 190 for or 185 for but you're getting more for your money with that. oh totally right you know you're getting yeah. a much much more diverse large collection of games you're getting also uh the ability to play out those games on pc and on xbox you're yeah. getting it on two platforms only if you do ultimate which is the right. higher like, right so if you do month. ten bucks a month, you're at one twenty for a huge PC gaming catalog. So anyway, it's been worth it. Yeah. That has been so worth it to me. With having kids that want to constantly get the new thing, mm-hmm. having Game Pass, and having them just be able to like, wow, I've never even seen this game, and having them be able to spend their little brain cells not <laughs> asking me and just like trying a new game. Like there's this game called Spider Hack. Have you guys heard of that? 
I love Spiderhead. That's it so is much so fun. It is Never so fun. Oh my gosh. It's just you're a yeah. spider. You jump around, you grab weapons, you blast each other, you swing. It's got awesome oh. swinging mechanics. Sounds cool. It's my super kids, fun. My kids don't even need to leave the main menu. They will play but that's playing Seriously? spider <laughs> playing spider heck to them is just swinging around in the main menu because the main menu where you go to choose the different game modes oh, you is can, it interactive yeah so it's not it's online so so it's, like to the, choose the game you like swing onto a platform like yeah single oh. player or whatever or single, like okay. the game mode and and it but it drops <laughs> weapons and you can fight in there and like and <laughs> to me dude, that, that game is so fun like the mechanics when, are fantastic in that game yeah they are we we in our game nights we played it all the time until one of my friends lives in the UK and they don't have uh what's the lag reducing technology that they put in the games anyway the internet. they <laughs> <laughs> No, it's something else that's like uh rollback netcode? Yeah, yeah, they, they they don't have rollback netcode. So the mm -hmm. lag between the UK and here was unbearable so we had to stop oh, yeah. playing it. Mm. It's really fun. But my kids my kids can choose that. They did this game called Bug Snacks, you know, which is Oh like, yeah, Bug Snacks, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I'm telling you, like, well worth it. It's, you know, it feels like when, to me, and this is going to date me, uh, but it feels like Blockbuster. Like, you can just go get a game, play it till you, like, we ended up buying Bugsnacks because they pulled it off of Game Pass, and my kids loved it so much, and they kept asking. But I didn't I didn't buy a game for them, and then they never touched it again. Right. Because they were like, I didn't actually want it. Like, is what... I feel like I do with my switch games, like when they, I buy one and then they're like, mm, I liked it for a day. Yep. So it's been fantastic. Can't, can't recommend game pass more. Yeah. I, I love it. The only reason, I mean, I games like uh starfield where I know I'm going to spend hundreds of hours. I don't mind shelling the money out for those because if they ever do leave game pass or I decide oh, right. I don't, or I decide I don't want to renew game pass for some reason, I want to keep my access to that, you know, that game that I'm going to keep playing and replaying. So, but yeah, for, I love the, what but until it said, leaves, the, yeah, until it leaves game pass, you could just play it around in there. It was like, yeah, I, I mean, that's a easily a $60 game, but I'm getting it for, I mean, for right now to try anyway, at least, but with all the other catalog for 16 bucks a month, absolutely yep. all day long. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's talk real quick about, um, this bummer of a story. Well, no, oh we'll get to that later. Pure Dark is making forty grand a month. Good for him. Are yeah, you serious? Off That's that, awesome. Off that, well, he does a bunch of months. He does not a just, bunch of games. Yeah, yeah. he does. Good oh for that gosh. guy. You know, it's a lot of monies. That's awesome. Um, okay, so we mentioned this briefly in help desk. The Legion Go is official. The Lenovo Legion Go, which is Lenovo's answer to the ROG Ally and all the other handheld PCs. Yeah, we, we uh, went through this quite a bit last episode, so we won't hit all the main points again. Um, but a few things that came out that we didn't know previously, um, the joysticks are Hall Effect, which is awesome. That means they will not wear out. They won't get stick drift like yeah. Nintendo Joy-Cons and stuff yeah. like that, and basically most controllers out there. Um it does have the 1600p screen, mm -hmm. and I think I've kind of come around to this because well, you can you can play at 800p and have it scale perfectly to six, 1600p, so you can still game at a much lower resolution to preserve the power budget for 
I'm curious things. how that uh, actually translate though to an eight point, you know, eight point yeah. inch screen. Does it, it is still a touch look big. crisp or what? Yeah, um, the Joy Cons, but they don't call them Joy Cons, but they're essentially Joy Cons. You can take off the controllers on on each side, similar to a Switch. The right one you can put on this plastic housing thing. And it turns into a vertical mouse. So weird. Which is a freaking awesome idea. Yeah, never so would have you can thought pl- of that. You can play first-person shooters. It has a kickstand, put it on a table. You can use the left Joy-Con for like moving around and stuff. Oh, the that right looks one turns really in, cool. Yeah, the right one turns into a mouse. And so you can play like full-on mouse and keyboard-style first-person shooters on this thing. Very interesting. Um, so cool thing there. Um, th- 50 watt hour battery about 49.2 so you get 25 percent more battery compared to the rog ally and the steam deck yep um but it is a bigger screen so i don't think you'll get all of that back as you would expect um the major downside which i think is the absolute killer in a bad way for this product is the screen is not vrr it is not Mm. a free sync adaptive sync vrr screen so That's you're either, a, yeah, it's so you're either playing at 60 hertz, which is doable for many games, or 144. There is no in between. Which is not doable for most games. On, yeah, not on doable a with this. Machine. Yeah, and for me, this makes the ROG Ally the clear winner. Mm-hmm. Um, VRR is just such an important feature to maintain fluidity in a game, and. I mean, if it doesn't have it, then what's the point of a 144 hertz screen? Yeah, it's a no-fly zone at that point. Uh, there's deal breaker. You know, why would you bother yeah. if it doesn't have variable refresh rate? Steam Deck is cool. It doesn't have VRR, but what Steam Deck can do is you can have in-game profiles and cap the screen at a certain refresh rate. Yeah. So you can you can set it an arbitrary refresh rate. So you can set it to 40 hertz. Yep. And as long as you're 40 hertz or above, you'll get a nice smooth experience because you can cap it at 40 hertz. So you can choose anywhere between 40 and 60, 41, 42, you know, or whatever you want. And since you can set in-game profiles, you can achieve a decently smooth experience. Of course, VRR is way better than that, but um, at least with pretty good workaround, though. Yeah, with the Steam Deck, it's it's at least workable. Yep. With this, yeah. The other thing the, I think. What they, about the glasses? Don't they have some glasses that come along uh, with this? The yeah, Legion. You, can buy, you buy them separately. They're micro OLED. Uh, they push 1080p resolution at 60 hertz to each eye. They're they're like theater glasses. You know, they're not like they're not VR, but they're just like they project a screen in front of you to see. Um, but that's still too high of a uh, resolution for a handheld. You know. So I think they missed the boat on those too, in my opinion. Uh, price is not too bad, three hundred twenty-nine bucks. So if you can for use the glasses, it, not yeah for, not this. for the glasses, yeah. Now uh, if you can use it with other stuff, uh, okay. So it does output via DisplayPort Alt mode, so it should work with Windows, Mac OS computers. So you put it with a gaming laptop or something, and you, you might have a good experience with that. That might mm-hmm. be good. But, so the Legion Ghost starts at $700, which isn't a bad price. No, that's actually a pretty good price. Yeah. I would say the other way they missed the boat, too, is they're only offering 16 gigs of RAM. Yeah. 
They should have had variants with 32 One gigs more, of RAM. Yeah, they should have had a higher yeah. The ROG Ally only has 16, which is disappointing. So it's it's not lower than the competition at least, no. but w- it would be nice if they went higher. Yes, and it they would do, have been They do have something different else. tiers, right? Yeah, but only for or storage. Uh, storage, yeah. Oh, this would have been another way to set them apart and say, look, we're, we're better in this aspect. Right. But, but they didn't. So... All right, there you go. Time for a lightning round. Um, I'm going to double up on lightning round because they're very fast. You can have mine. Oh, okay. And there I don't have go. one. Okay, maybe I'll do three stories then. <laughs> oh, there you go. they are all very quick. Um, Epic Game Store has uh, offered a really sweet deal for devs. It just goes to show that they, at least in appearances, care a lot more about developers than uh, most of the other platforms out there. They are letting first run, or it's called first run, and what it is is exclusivity uh, on Epic Game Store uh, for their games, and they will let them keep the first six months worth of revenue 100%. So if they make their game exclusive to Epic Game Store, the developer gets 100% of the revenue for the first six months that the game is out. Nice. So. I don't think Epic is necessarily the good guy here. They're the underdog, so they have to be. Well, uh, whatever, whatever. Friendlier to developers, sure. So can, and what it, for yeah. whatever reason, that's why I said maybe yeah. only in appearance. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I think that's a. I think that's pretty slick. And then anyway, they're still the one of the few that only does a twelve percent cut versus Valve takes thirty. I think GOG takes fifty. I can't remember for sure, but Valve's the big dog, of course, the 800-pound grill in the room, and they take 30% off the top unless they have a special deal. Uh, lightning round number two, Vampire, the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, thought to be lost in time with the developer that went under and uh, two years ago, but or maybe a year and a half ago, anyway. It got moved to a new developer. Somebody and found it, the box it was it was sitting in, and <laughs> hey, what's exactly. this? It's almost a fully formed. Oh, well, you you would think so, but uh, actually, they're ba- basically re- rebuilding most of it from the ground up. Okay, so just the IP. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. somebody left somebody left the title, the pink slips in this box. Exactly. Um, the company taking over is the Chinese Room, um, and they made games that you might know of, like Dear Esther and everybody's gone to the rapture they're known mostly for like uh walking simulator style games mm. where it tells a cool story and you unfold the mystery as you go uh, but they're gonna have a lot more a lot more pressure on this game because this is a full-on rpg so they need to be able to have battle outside mechanics of their and, outside of their normal yeah this is this is a much larger zone. scope than what they usually stick to so it turned uh, out well like uh, Gorilla, who made Horizon Zero Dawn, after only first. doing first-person shooters, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I'm just happy that uh, this IP isn't isn't dead anymore. So uh, that's pretty cool to see. And they're estimating end of 2024 for the uh, release, fall of 2024, which means they've probably had it for they've probably been working on it already for for a little bit if they're planning on having it out in a year. So we'll see. Might be good. And Last but not least, this is the sad news I was talking about. Volition closes its doors. Thank you, Embracer, you jerks. They bought them up 
and shut them down. I don't know Ooh. how long ago they bought them, but it wasn't very mu- very long ago. A couple years tops, I'm pretty sure. And uh, the last game that Volition put out was the Saints Row reboot. They started the Saints Row franchise kind of over again. They're the ones that made the original Saints Row games too. They, they made also Descent. Made Descent back in the day. They made in the nineties, Descent. Yep. Do you Descent remember? Oh, this, such a great game. Oof. This game. This team has been around for over thirty years, and so they have things like you said, Descent, uh, the Red Faction games, really good stuff. Uh, what else? There, there was another game series that I thought I saw in here that they made that I went, oh yeah, those guys. Um, but yeah, they're maybe not. They're most mostly known though for Descent, the Red Faction games, and the Saints Row games. And it's just a bummer to see them uh, having to close their door because Embracer's restructuring and tried to grow too big too fast. They, they started in 93 under the name Parallax Software. So that's, if you boot up Descent on on DOSBox or something, that's what you'll see, Parallax Software. So... I want to play some Descent now. There you go. Yeah. Pour one out for Volition. They they had a good run. Let's see. Oh, you know what? Okay, well, I mean, they were purchased by... Uh, Okay, no, this is a little more convoluted. They were purchased by Coach or Koch Media, which was Deep Silver's publishing arm in 2013, but then Embracer gobbled them up in 2018. So Embracer's had them for five years. Hmm. So, well, anyway, there you go. That's kind of a bummer way to end the show, but on a lighter note, a much more positive note, thank you, Patreon backers. Thank you so much for for uh, liking us enough to uh, help support the show with a few of your hard-earned dollars. Patreon.com slash GadgetSpot. And if you donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout-out on the air, which Jaren has for us. Thank you to David Broshinsky, Connor Keesaw, and Wiffle Ball Tony. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Always reboot after registry changes. Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old. Travis Johnson, get geeky stickers for your computer or laptop or have me design something for you at Pyman Graphics on Etsy. Jeremy, no name, no color. <laughs> Keslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz, Nathan Moskus, Matt Nelson. Y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok. Me, speechless like a Japanese video game, dot, dot, dot. Josh D, Dick Messerly, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe. If you have to blow your horn, chances are the song is not worth hearing. Ryan M and Adam Hecht, thank you. Ooh, did you do <sighs> that all in one breath? After two. the Travis Johnson, I did. Yep. You had to take a breath in the middle. Great job. Thanks, uh, Thanks. Patreon backers. Thanks. Thanks, Beckers. Yeah. You are awesome. Okay, that's it. Download us again next week, please. We like we like seeing that. Yep. <laughs> we appreciate your download. We appreciate you hanging with us, spending your time with our fun little shows. And uh, until next week, though, Owen, take us out. Hey, we hope you care. Hey.